When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This lesson, I want to teach you all about the English phrasal verbs we use when talking about the phone. To start out the video, I'm actually on lunch break at my school and I just had to get outside because it was absolutely beautiful out here. first phrasal verb I want to talk about is pick up. Now, if I had made this video 20 years ago or 30 years ago, we might be talking about picking up the phone when you start a phone call, but now we would probably use something like pull it out of your pocket. Back then, everybody had house phones, not cell phones. House phones are what we call the phones people still have in their house. They might pick those up when they're about to make a call. But these days, most people talk about picking up the phone when they're talking about the other person they're calling. You might hear, oh, why don't they pick up? Why don't they pick up? It's another way to say, answer the phone. I hope this never happens to you, but let's say you have an emergency and you want the police on the other end to answer really quickly. If they are taking too long, you might say, pick up, pick up, come on, pick up, pick up, pick up. The next one I want to talk about is get through, and we can use that emergency with this one. Get through, when you're trying to get through to someone, means you're trying to get someone on the other line. In that emergency, you're trying to get through to the police. Let's say there is a contest on a radio show. This happens in the United States sometimes, and they will say, to answer this question, question correctly, we will take caller number nine. And then people call in and they're trying to get through to that radio station so they can win the contest. The next English phrasal verb we use with the phone that I would like to teach you is break up. Now we use break up in a lot of different ways and I've actually made a video about this. I will link it at the end of this one. But when we are talking about phone calls, break up can mean it's hard to understand the other person because there is interference. Maybe you are not close to a cell tower. Maybe you're out way away from the city and that person is breaking up. It means you hear some of the words, but not all of them. If someone is breaking up on the phone, you can ask them, hey, do you mind if I call you back? You're breaking up. I can't hear you very well. My lunch break is just about over, so I will continue this video somewhere else. I'm not sure, but I gotta go in now. Gotta go back to school. in my class.
classroom now, but on my way back in, one of the ladies who works in the office says, hey, we received a call here in the office. There was a guy outside filming himself with a selfie stick. And she was like, oh yeah, that's Brent. It's okay. So luckily they didn't call the police on me, but somebody was worried that I was out on the school grounds with a selfie stick. That would have been fun if the police were called, right? You could meet an American police officer. It's the next day. I'm about to leave for work to go back to school. It's not as nice today. It's raining a little bit. We need the rain though. As I try to wake up for another school day, I wanna tell you about another English phrasal verb we use on the phone, and that is speak up. It's another way to ask someone to speak a little louder. You can say, I'm having a little trouble hearing you. Do you mind speaking up? Now might be a good time to ask you to hit that like button if you're learning any English at all. This is my planning period at school. It's a time when I don't have students. I get to plan for the next class. Well, I'm done planning, so I'd like to talk about the next English phrasal verb, and that is call back. So let's say you, you pick up the phone you answer the phone, but you're pretty busy, you might tell that person, hey, can I call you back? I'm about to give the baby a bath. I'm a little busy right now. So when you call somebody back, it means they called you. You're just not able to take their call at that point. So you'll call them back at a later time. The lighting is awful here. Sorry. Maybe I'll go over by the window to get some better lighting. Maybe. Uh, the next one is cut off, and we can use this two different ways. Maybe you interrupt somebody. So you start speaking before that other person is done speaking. You might say, oh, I'm sorry I cut you off. Go ahead. And when you tell someone to go ahead, that means they can continue speaking. You can also get cut off when you're on a phone call. And sometimes we call it a dropped call but literally the call will end, you were talking, suddenly you're not talking anymore, you might ask that person, are you still there? Are you there? We must have gotten cut off. And then you'll have to call that person back or maybe they'll call you back. The next two go together, hold on and hang on. You can use these when you are asking the other person to wait. Maybe, I don't know, something comes up. We'll use another phrasal verb there. Something interrupts you and you have to leave the conversation for just a little bit, not a long time. You're asking them to wait. Hey, can you hold on? Can you hang on? Both of those English phrasal verbs mean wait. Let's say you get a phone call at a restaurant, but the server comes over to take your order. You might tell the person you're talking to, hey, can you hang on? I just need to give the server my order. But if your food actually arrives, you might tell that person on the phone, hey, do you mind if I call you back? My food just came, I'm gonna eat. I'll call you back right after. The next one, it's not hang on, but it's hang up. And that is what you do at the end of a call. You hang up your phone, you stop, talking to that person. I think now, instead of the house phone where you would literally hang it up, I think you just click the end button, right? On a cell phone? Yeah, 
the end button. Hey, if you like these phrasal verb videos, why stop learning English now? Check out this one I did right here at my school. There are like 30 of them. It'll really help you with your English. In today's lesson, we are going to talk about three English phrasal verbs. They all sound like they deal with food, but guess what? Only two of them do. Do you know which two? Today, we're going to talk about eat out, dish out, and dip out. Which one isn't about food? Let's talk about eat out first. This one has to do with food and is probably the most common. So I could eat at my house, which is fine sometimes, a little boring, but I could go eat out at my favorite restaurant. My favorite restaurant is a restaurant called C40. It's a Japanese hibachi grill. There, the chefs will cook right in front of you, but unfortunately, I haven't been able to eat out there for about a year. You probably know why. Nowadays, and you probably know why, but I have to order the food and then take it back to my house. Did you hear? I just used another English phrasal verb, take back. I could do a whole lesson on take back and take. How hard is that word? Since you're watching, how about I throw in two bonus English phrasal verbs. So right when you go to the restaurant, right when you arrive, they'll probably ask you two things and both of them are phrasal verbs. It's take out or dine in. If you take out, that means you're going to take it back to your house. If you dine in, which we can't do right now, you'll be eating at the restaurant. This next phrasal verb sometimes is used with food, but sometimes it's not. And that's dip out. Dip out. Let's say you have a big bowl of ice cream. You might ask your friend, hey, can you dip me out some of that ice cream? And that means they will stick their spoon in the ice cream, give you some in your own bowl. It almost feels like summer today. And in the United States, we have a lot of barbecues and potato salad is often served at barbecues. It's basically potatoes cooked, just mixed with a bunch of mayonnaise. And oftentimes people will ask you, hey, can you dip me out some of that potato salad? If you look at the thumbnail, that's a picture of potato salad. If you don't like mayonnaise, you're not gonna like potato salad. But dip out can also be slang for to leave a place. Let's say you're at a party and it's getting boring. You might ask your friend, hey, you wanna, wanna dip out of here? It's getting a little boring. Do you remember a couple years ago, we were able to actually go to the theater and watch a movie? Well, let's pretend we can do that again. And you might say to your friend, if the movie is boring, hey, you wanna dip out? This movie's a little boring. The next one is Dish Out, and this is by request from a channel member, Amina, who lives in Canada. Dish Out. It sounds like it would be used with food, right? Because we eat food from dishes, but it's actually not. We almost always use Dish Out when you're saying hurtful things to another person. I mean, maybe you're trying to help them, but that person feels like it's kind of hurtful. And to talk about dish out, 
I have to talk about another English phrasal verb, and that is pick on. If someone picks on another person, they might be talking about their shirt. Maybe they're saying, oh, I don't like your shirt. I don't like the type of music you listen to. I don't like the type of car you drive. Not a very good friend, but you probably always have that person in your life that just says some things that aren't so nice. And we might say that person is picking on you. Well, let's say you start saying the same things about them. You're giving it back to them. You're picking on them too. We have a saying for this. And we say, oh, you can dish it out, but you can't take it if that person gets mad at you for saying the same things they were saying to you. Let's talk about siblings. Brothers and sisters, they're always picking on each other, right? At least little ones are. And maybe the brother is always picking on the sister. And then one day, she's had enough. She says, hey, I'm not going to take it anymore and starts picking back but the brother gets mad. We might say about that brother, oh, he can dish it out, but he can't take it. It's hard to explain English phrasal verbs without using other English phrasal verbs. This lesson was pretty short, but that doesn't mean you have to stop learning. Right up there is a video I made about English phrasal verbs we used with the phone. Check it out, it's gonna help you.